podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Indeed. Here we are. You know, I have a question, Dave. Yeah. When do you stop mowing your grass in the fall? When I stop needing to. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the best answer possible, right? Yeah. I know. It's always like, uh, I mean, it slows way down uh, for sure. But yeah, I mean, at some point you have to just like throw the towel and be like, all right, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. Uh, But no, like we keep going just to keep it low. Because you don't want to have that spring, you know, where you already got four inches of grass kind of like laying over on its side. I usually do that, actually. Oh, That's really? me. You just let it, I'm the let neighbor. <laughs> I'm the neighbor who goes, I think it's going to snow within the next two months, so I better stop mowing now. Yeah. No, we just mowed uh, just not that long ago, like a few days ago. Uh, I'll probably do one more. I'll probably do one more. One more. That's, that's all you're getting from me. Yeah. I, was, I would like to clean the tractor and kind of put it away. Oh, wait, so you do all that? Yeah. Yeah, Joe. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to clean it, you know, prep it for winter, put some uh, stable in the gas. Of course, of course. Yeah, yes. you, don't want, you don't want to go bad. I, you know what I, I, we joked about this before, but you know what I do with my electric mower when I'm done with it? What's that? I just put it in the shed. <laughs> nothing, huh? You don't have to Literally, do anything. Nothing. I just put it in the shed and I close the shed door. Yeah, do you have to keep like 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 a battery keeper on it or anything? Uh, I just I, if the winter time I'll probably just pull the battery off. Okay, bring it yeah. Inside. So keep it, it from out there. getting cold. But I don't have to put any water in the battery or anything like that. No, no, I don't know if like I'm, I'm sure that batteries are still affected by the cold, even like lithium batteries. So yeah, definitely take it inside. Yeah, for sure. That will be the one thing that I do is I bring it inside and maybe maybe charge it every every couple of months just to keep the you know just to keep the I don't know. I don't know. Just to keep, keep it, it the ener- just keep it energized. I feel like a battery just left alone is is bad. Like you shouldn't do that, right? <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to. I I actually think that as they cuz they'll trickle down, mm-hmm. right? So I I believe if you have any kind of even if it's a lithium ion, I believe you are supposed to occasionally charge it if you're not using it for months. Yeah, cuz we have to keep like a battery keeper on like the four-wheeler and stuff. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, I think it keeps them from depleting and getting cold. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wish we had more uh, information on that because now we sound yes, like yes, we're yes, I, very uh, ignorant to this. <laughs> well, I, well, especially as more stuff moves to uh, battery based, right? Mm-hmm. This will become more of a thing. You won't have to, you won't have to um, prep it as much for winter as you will change what you do in order to protect like the battery or the components or whatever it may be yeah actually speaking of that i saw an article recently about uh, electric cars and i'm bringing it up just because while we're talking about batteries and we also tend to you know talk about electric vehicles yeah uh they're they're predicting a problem okay uh which is the power grids we knew the power grids were going to be an issue you know handling all these cars right uh, but they're they're already recommending to people that they plug their cars in uh, while they're at work, uh, doing other things during the day 
Really? Yeah, because what most people are going to do is when they get home for the evening, you know, five, six o'clock or whatever, everyone's going to plug their cars in. Yeah, it's like your phone. Yeah, but when you're charging a massive, gigantic battery or a series of batteries that that powers your vehicle, that's going to suck so much energy off the grid that they're worried that it's going to have like a, a an impact on the actual power grids. Yeah, I mean, right, because if you scale that up to all the people who would get home at like five, six o'clock, whatever, a typical nine to five, or obviously everybody has, you know, their different jobs out there. Not everyone works nine to five, but if you take like the significant population of society that mm. gets, that gets home at like five, six o'clock and everyone plugs in at the same time. Yeah. It's a ma- it, it would be in theory, a massive draw on the power grid. That's like when it's, you know, a hundred degrees outside and everyone's got their ACs running. Yeah. Uh, same thing. It just ends up, you know, the power grid shut down. So I mean, obviously it's not a problem yet because there's not enough people that have uh, EVs yet. So, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. Right. And and some of this might be avoided by the gradual implementation of EVs, right? Because it's not like tomorrow, like you said, it's not like tomorrow everybody's going to have one. Yeah, it's going to be over the next like, you know, 10, you know, I'd say yeah. about 10 years we're going to start seeing like a, a the big switch, you know, kind of happening. Maybe even yeah. longer, it's hard to say, but Yeah. So, uh, Joe, we actually have yes. a uh, we have a bit of an outline scheduled for this show. We do, believe it or we not. We do. We've been we've <laughs> been really good about the outline lately. I've been trying, you know, give a little heads up what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so for this show, we have um, we're we'll talk a little bit about there's an American Pie reboot happening. Yes. Uh, if you're again within uh, you know our kind of age range in that you know 30s and 40s. Uh, this was probably a movie that you watched when you were younger. I think it came out in like '97 or something like that. '98, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely the nine. It was definitely the '90s. I think '99, actually. It was '99. Okay, well, I was a little very off. late in the '90s. Yep. But yeah, so they're rebooting that, and we'll talk about because there's not a lot of information. So I want to, I just want to ch- chat a little bit about that, and then uh, yep. we have I'll have my new Gen Z word of the day. I know everybody's Excellent. getting excited. I'm lo- I'm I personally <laughs> very much looking forward to it. Nobody probably cares. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I care. And then Joe, it's turning into spooky season. It's fall. It's Halloween. It the leaves are flying. It's getting chilly out. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about some scary movies. Nothing. Specific. This is not a media recommendation. Uh, this is more, uh, you know, the, the genre of scary movies. Like this is the time of year where people love yep. watching these kinds of movies. And I kind of want to see what you maybe like and what I like or don't like. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And then uh, we have some weird news to end the show. Uh, that sounds, I mean, that sounds like a full plate to me. It does. Yeah. We got, got quite the, uh, Quite the list going on here. I, I have one. I don't know if I'm getting to, but if I do, if I do get to it, I will give a heads up because it is gross. So we'll see. We'll see if I get to I, that I one. I appreciate it. So at that point, I can actually leave, you right? Just leave, yeah. Yeah. Like, see, you, uh, see you, Joe. I'll just end the show without yeah, you. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the American Pie thing. Yes. So again, like you said, 1999, uh, they came out with American Pie. had Jason Biggs, uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, Sean, somebody, I can't remember his name. He says, the Stifler. Yeah. Sean Austin, something. I don't know, whatever his it name was. It was um, Sean Scott. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sean William Scott. Sean yeah. William Scott. He was he was the character that just said whatever he wanted to. Yes. He kind of got he kind of got typecast into that guy for quite a while, actually. Yeah, he did. I think it. I, I think too. This movie did kind of typecast much of the rest of the cast, at least temporarily, for for a little while. 
That is that's a good point because yeah, a lot of their a lot of their characters they played in other shows were sort of like their American Pie characters. Yes, they were. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre now I think about it. Uh, but no, yeah, great, great movie. Love that movie. But my question was with this reboot because there, like I said, there's not a lot of information about this. Do you think they're going to kind of take the same avenue as as the old as the original? I don't know. I mean, that's always the question with these, right? Is about how much of the original, and and just to be in case somebody hasn't seen it, who's listening to this, American Pie is a coming of age story of it was a at least the original movie in 99 was it was four or five whatever teenagers five six whatever it was yeah um about to graduate and about to leave for college so it was like one of those coming of age movies that were very popular in the 90s and the uh, what the norms our culture a lot of the things that you know that you were were popular or funny at the end of the 90s just simply aren't anymore uh maybe not so much that they're not funny they're just not accepted in like our in our in our movies anymore for the most part uh, yeah example uh one of the most famous scenes of that movie was uh jason biggs got on top of the counter and uh made <laughs> yeah. love to an apple pie <laughs> yeah i'm not sure I, I i don't even know if you could write that again and not because it i mean not because like you couldn't put it in a movie but it would be so probably it was awkward then, but it would be even more awkward now. Awkward and jarring, I think, for for like this generation of teenagers to yeah. see something like that come out. Uh, yeah, there there was a lot of those kind of moments in that where I some of me can't really describe because it's because it's awkward. Like I I don't like I don't even feel like it fits this show to really describe some of those scenes. Well, but uh, the one and the one two the one two the one that the one that really sticks out in my mind mm-hmm. is the hidden camera scene. Oh like, yeah. That's like there's absolutely no way you could do that now. No, 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 no. People would like not be cool with that whole thing happening uh, now, you know, because well, back then, like the phones weren't as prevalent as they are now, uh, you know, cameras on phones. And of course, he set up like a webcam or something like that, which don't even really, you know, people don't use. Oh, no, they use those for like, well, uh, I mean, they right webcams still get pretty, but just the, I mean, even in retrospect, even in retrospect, a few years after that, after that film came out, you're like, when you watch that scene, you're like, hmm, this is a massive invasion of privacy. Oh, huge. Yeah. Like, and they didn't really address it that much on the show. No. Like, it was just kind of glossed over. Like, like, dude, we saw that video on, like, it somehow got posted to, like, you know, YouTube or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, no one's, like, knocking on his door, like, arresting that kid for doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't no, even addressed. There was, <laughs> there was no ramifications to that whatsoever. With the exception of, and I don't even remember from the movie if she got mad about it or not, but like the movie completely glosses over the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think in this reboot, like it has to still kind of fall in the lane of like that a little bit of like uncomfortable comedy. Right. That awkward, those awkward transitionary years for teenagers, right? Yeah. But it cannot be as heavy handed as it was in that movie. It can't be. There's no way. I, I don't think so. I, it, it'll be interesting. To, and, and plus for me and you who are, I mean, clearly older now, it might not even be a movie that we kind of can relate to as well. It may not be. No, it very well could not be. Uh, just because what I have found that like what teenagers find funny is different than what we found funny now. So yeah. not that they're not, you know, funny people, right. but the, the context of their, their jokes 
like we're kind of out of touch with a little bit. I feel like there was something about the that late '90s comedy style, like even all of it, not just American Pie, but lot that late, like like that late '90s comedy style that was very focused on on characters saying things or certain actions that were so absurd that like nobody would actually would would say it, and that was kind of the style at the time. You look at everything from like the Jim Carrey movies up and through this, it was like absurdity was kind of the king. Yeah, in the in that in that era of filmmaking. It really was. And I'm not sure we're right. We're probably not there anymore. No, it definitely, I don't think it was like a defining like moment or movie that really kind of like made the switch. I think it just gradually just, just kind of fizzled out over yeah. time. Yeah. There's, cause it was still going into like the 2000, you know, five, six, sevens. Like it was, it wasn't too awful long ago that it was, it was still there. Yes. But, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what they do with that movie. I hope it's not a total dud. I mean, right, and that's always the risk with these, right? Is that if it's not good, it's just going to sour the name, which of course is always the risk with these things. That's just that that's the price you pay for doing a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I there it's been confirmed that it's happening, but there's like I said no details, no release date, nothing like that yet. Um Hey, so, yeah. Question about this. Since you're pretty you're pretty well versed in movies. Was it is it is it Tara Reed? Was yeah. she the love interest? She was. Whatever happened to her? Her her entire like career started going, I don't want to say downhill, but she she got like, I remember she got like super, super skinny. She was almost looking kind of like gauntly. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then she I don't know if she had any like I don't know if she had any like media issues with like, you know, any incidences that happened. I don't remember any of that. But she was just weird. Like she was a strange ranger and she kind of got her, her uh, second chance when she starred in those Sharknado movies. Oh, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that on her IMDb right now. Yeah. She kind of came back and made a bit of okay. a comeback with those, but that was really it though. She didn't go much farther past those again, but it put her back on the screen. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, you're right. Because she, she did some real, and I, and I haven't seen them, so I'm not judging her and I'm not judging the movies. But she did some movies after American Pie that were not successful at all. No. Like they were, it looks like they were very, very poorly received. Again, I don't care. I'm not talking bad on her. It's just that, and then she was in Sharknado. Huh. Yeah. The I think the only one that really, I think the only one that really made it big out of those movies was uh, Jason Biggs and Sean William Scott. And Oh, no, the, the red, the girl with the band oh, camp girl. Yes, because she went on to eventually... Uh, she had one of the lead roles in uh, uh, how, the, how I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. yeah. Now I know. I know she did a lot of other things in between there, but yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she she her career really her her career really took off after American Pie. Yeah, some of the other ones didn't really do much. I remember was the one kid. Uh, he went, He was the jock. Chris. Chris something. Oh, uh, I I know who Chris you're talking Evans, about. Maybe no, that's somebody else. Uh, but anyway. no, I, I know you're talking about though. But yeah, it was. I mean. Like most of those movies that get young actors and actresses, it's always kind of a roll of the dice. But, you know, who goes on with a, a broader career? Who doesn't? You know, I mean, I guess in 99, I mean, clearly, obviously, we didn't know. And and with with this many years of uh, looking in the rearview mirror, it's easy to say, you know, oh, well, obviously, they would have they would have gone on to be famous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like you say, that goes for a lot of a lot of movies, too. Like, if you think back to like the Goonies, you know, which, yeah. which kids kind of, uh, you know, 
went on from there and some of them really didn't do much actually there's one girl there's one girl in that movie that i think she never acted again after that really yeah she was done with it huh very interesting yeah she she got her taste of uh filmmaking and that was it and then noped and noped right out (laughs) noped right out (laughs) that's funny oh man so all right let's keep moving on we'll get uh we'll get past this okay uh what do we have next i can't remember look at my notes oh the uh the movies, the the horror movies, scary movies yeah. that we kind of grew up with. Um, yeah, I guess we're kind of continuing the movie thing, but a different direction, totally different direction. Yeah. So this uh, this segment, you know, doesn't really have a name, but <laughs> I remember growing up and watching. I watched scary movies like all year round. Uh, they were never just like kind of dialed into this particular time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you remember, like, obviously, like Friday the Thirteenth, the Halloweens. What are the, the, movies? the I mean, classics, the right? classics. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you can say that today, right? Like they are classics. You can say that Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and and maybe even some of the ones that were produced in the '90s when we were around, right? Yeah. Because we're we're 20 years out of that now. That, that's the range of calling things classic, right? It's 20 years, I think. Yeah, you remember the Candyman? Oh, I don't remember the Candyman. You remember Candyman? It was one no, where like if Candyman. you uh, if you looked in the mirror and said Candyman like three or four times, or whatever it was. Oh, okay. Uh, he would appear behind you and kill you. It was frightening. Oh. It was really scary to watch when, you know, I think it came out in like, it was again like the mid 90s or something like that. I don't even remember. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Cujo, The Thing. You remember the Sleepaway Camp series? Did you ever I watch don't those? remember the Sleepaway Camp series. I don't think you I watched remember, as many scary remember, movies as I did. <laughs> I didn't. So this is this is definitely a, a portion of of the, I always want to call it, this is, this is definitely where we differ when it comes to movies we prefer. Now I did like scary movies, but my scary movie preferences went in a different direction than you. That's actually where I was kind of going with this. Uh, a lot of these like slasher kind of, you know, scary movies. I am not necessarily drawn to them. Like I once was when I was younger. I, and I, and I'm not either. The only reason I even saw them is because you guys used to drag me to them. Yeah. We'd make you watch them. Like, Joe, yeah. come watch, uh, Come watch Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, great. Yeah, which which we can make a whole episode about talking about that. That was a great movie. Uh, they did get bad, but uh, the first one was great. But no, so I actually, I was trying to think about it earlier, and I was trying to categorize scary movies so that, because you can't just put a blanket over scary right. movie. Right. There are subcategories to these. I, I define them as, I, w- I could have done research and probably found this, but uh, I just did it on my own. Hey, we can have we can take your definitions. That's fine. Uh, jump scare movies. Okay, I like it. Paranormal movies. Right, right. Uh, the gory movies, like like Saw, like where that's oh. like that's their driving force, just the gore yes. aspect of it. The plot literally doesn't matter. It's just see body parts fly off. Yeah, zombie movies. I actually really enjoy zombie okay. flicks. Yeah, uh, and I'm not even sure if that really. I mean, I guess it's a scary movie. It's a horror movie based around zombies, uh, and then just monster movies where. It's it's some sort of thing that's not human that is right. you know, said monster in the movie. It, it's some type of monster. It's yeah. it's either undefined or you don't find out what it is until later. Right. Or it's something. Right. And it it, it kind of drives those type of movies have that whole like that that they use that to drive most of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I thought this because there's space slash like sci-fi horrors. I I was going to mention that, but you've already got it. Yeah, which I really enjoy those too. 
I actually made a few here, a few notes as well, because I didn't want to try and think up all these on the spot. So for me, like, I don't, like, I, I can watch any one of those categories. I don't lean towards the gory ones. Yeah. Just don't, I don't need it. Like, I, I want something more to the movie than just, you know, blood and guts. I And I just got to say, I personally, I, I, I saw the original Saw. Mm-hmm. I saw the original Saw movie, and I refuse to watch another one again, ever. I yeah. will not watch them. I absolutely, I, I, I have, I, I just don't find it scary, right? Like, I like a scary movie, but I do not like blatant, like, gore. Right, yeah, me neither. Like, back in the day when I was, you know, a teenager, I kind of enjoyed that kind of stuff. It was cool, it was, it was freaky, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was like something maybe you, because it was, it was sort of almost like, uh, it was unique at that point. It, it, it was, and it's like shocking and unique, right? Yeah, like oh my gosh, like this is so disgusting. It's so gory. Now I'm like I'm over. I don't want. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, uh, I definitely love the monsters or zombies. Even like some paranormal stuff is is cool to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I I generally will even today take those type of movies in. Generally speaking, like I think most of them are still on are still in my acceptable range. Yeah, so I, I put, I wrote, or sorry, I, I marked down a couple movies uh, that I like that are in any of these genres. Okay. Uh, just because I was like, what, what, what am I drawn to? Right. And some of the, and I, I started figuring it out. I think they're, I think they're all kind of based around uh, escaping or like surviving something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, so what you're saying is on, on aggregate, as you look at the movies that you like, you kind of see a common theme coming out of it. Yes. Yeah. It's getting out of, you know, whatever the situation that you were put in or you put yourself in. Okay. Uh, so some of the examples that I saw were, uh, that, that I've, I've seen all these, uh, The Descent. Do you remember that one? Why do I know that name and I haven't, I, ha- I don't think I've seen it. And it, if I did, I forgot. It was this group of people went like spelunking in these caves and they ended up like coming across like some like weird, like cave creatures. Okay. Okay. And they had to get out. Like that was freaky. It okay. Was, that, does, that doesn't sound bad. I, I'd probably watch that. It was a cool movie. The This one's pretty recent. It's called Underwater. This had uh, Kristen Stewart yeah. in it. Uh, this was this was really good. If you haven't seen this, definitely check it out. I, I have not seen this one yet. But does it have anything to do with drowning, though? No. Okay. Uh, okay, very good. I mean, I don't believe anybody drowns in it. I can't remember, but they're in a underwater space. Uh, space. <laughs> they're in a <laughs> underwater space station. <laughs> it looks like a space station. It's I underwater. love it already. I now I now need to see it. Yeah, it's it's an underwater station. And I think they're like at the bottom of like the Mariana Trench, and they uh, they're drilling for oil, and uh, okay. they they might have tapped into something down there that they weren't supposed to. Okay, see now this is cool. Yeah. Okay, I, I can dig it. Yeah. So they uh, they they had some uh, issues and they needed to get out. Yeah. How do you get out of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch and find out. Do they? Don't they? I don't know. Uh, the other That's one. Why is, watch it. The other one's called uh, uh, the Ruins. Okay. Uh, this one was really cool. It was like a, a bunch of friends going to, uh, uh, they were going to like check out like a, a Mayan temple or something. And they like by some like unseen force, they got kind of stuck in at the ruins. Like they couldn't leave. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it was really cool. It was a good movie. 
and I'm just kind of trying to buzz through this. I don't want to take all day talking about them. Other one was uh, As Above, So Below. Have you seen that one? I've just, I have heard the name and have not seen it. Yeah, they went down uh, to do, to explore the uh, catacombs and uh, they may have gotten themselves stuck and couldn't get out. Okay. And some weird shit happened. That, got, I, I'm sensing a common theme. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, all these movies, I'm like, yeah. damn it. Like these are all like kind it's of the same. They go somewhere and then some weird shit happens. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but that's, that's where I find like my max enjoyment yeah. level on scary movies. Yeah. Uh, another one, this is a series that just came out. This actually kind of falls more into the slashery kind of films. Okay. This was Fear Street. Uh, this came out last season, about a year ago, on Netflix. If you haven't seen this yet. Is it a movie or a series? It's a three-part movie series. Movie, Okay, like a mini mini series, I guess you could call it. Yeah, right? they're three full-length films. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're all different. They all take place. I think we actually talked about this before. But no, such a good... If you're looking for like a cool, you know, scary, you know, movie to watch for the, the you know, for Halloween spooky season. Yeah. Check it out. It's so good. 47 meters down, uh, Texas Chainsaw. Well, that's, that's, that's like the one that everybody's seen, right? Yeah, that one's freaky. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to keep going here, but uh, there, I will say there's one coming up, and this is the last one I'll mention, that I really want to see. It's called Beast. It is about, there's a family that goes over, I'm not, I don't know the whole plot just from what I saw in the trailer. They're over in like Africa, and they're getting like, like hunted by this like crazy like man hungry lion and it looks okay. so intense and so good i mean it also could be ridiculous right uh it could be i haven't seen much of the cgi but of the lion it all, right it all depends on how how it's applied right yeah yeah so do you have it like what are, what are scary movies that you kind of watch even though you don't well, watch many like are there at least a couple maybe you're you've gonna seen? find you're gonna find a consistency here as well too okay and, and keeping with the theme of the show I'll, I'll i'll probably push it more towards the stuff that i've i've seen especially in the quote-unquote classic era but mm -hmm. i mean you'll you'll very quickly pick up on the things that i like event horizon and when i think about movies is what i think about when it comes to like the 1990s that's a great movie sci-fi horror film right yeah, the first time I saw that, I didn't love it nearly as much as I do now. I think it's aged okay. It, it has, yeah. Right? I think it aged really well. Yeah, it's definitely. Fact, I uh, would recommend it to anybody. Like, if you want to watch a very good psychological plus space horror film, Event Horizon is is really good. I think that's probably why I liked it more because it is like that psychological, you know, sci-fi thriller scary yeah. movie. You almost need to watch it like two or three times to really kind of get everything they put in there. It's very hard to pick up on the different. There's a lot of like fast clips or whatever yeah. you want to call it that, that are that are hard to pick up on. And there's a lot of this is going to sound this is going to sound really like really high and 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 high, this is going to sound really highbrow. Right. But there's a lot of themes in the movie that mm -hmm. are that are very easy to miss if you don't watch it a second or third time. Yes. Yeah, I need to rewatch. I haven't seen it for probably four or five years. It's been yeah, that's a while. good. Uh, so what, what uh, you have another one? I'm sure yours yeah. are all sci-fi based. <laughs> I, well, I mean, look, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. I might, I might throw a couple other ones in here. Okay. But the first two Alien movies. And now oh, I course. know they're not exactly like horror movies, but they definitely fit within the theme of, not only is it with Halloween coming up, right? But they also fit into that whole sci-fi horror 
genre, especially the first Alien movie, because the first Alien movie was a lot more. Um, it was tense because there was, was yeah, because they were always like, yeah. I mean, the alien was hunting them on the ship. Yeah. So there was all those moments where they're just like trying to find it or you know not get killed by it. Yeah, yeah it was, right. It, it was definitely could be a horror kind of movie. Yeah. The, the second one, uh, if, if anyone's seen the second one, we all know it kind of trends more towards like the space marine action-y action. type of sequence. Yeah. But the first Alien movie is a, what I would argue is another classic, tense sci-fi horror movie that that I think uh, is still pretty relevant today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, I mean, the, there is that fine line between is it is it just sci-fi or is it right. sci-fi horror? You know, I don't know. Like, I... It, I feel like it. There should be a middle ground category on those, to work. Yeah, because it is both. It's both. Yeah, it crosses over. Yeah. And now, and and I have one that I believe I do not think as aged as well, but you could probably also make the argument that it was never really intended to to be like a, a horror movie. But do you remember Arachnophobia? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that was borderline. Like uh, they had like comedic elements in that movie yes it was a horror comedy which is kind of weird to put those together but it was definitely a horror comedy yeah that movie was frightening as a child because i mean who isn't afraid of spiders yeah yeah especially when you're younger yeah that was definitely one of the movies that gave you like the heebie-jeebies before you went to bed oh i just there's one i think it's the one scene that really sticks out to me is that I think when they go out to, and I forget where it is, I forget if it's the attic or they go out to the barn or whatever, mm-hmm. and they find out that it has been completely overrun by these arachnids, right? By, yeah. the, by, by the spiders. And it's just everywhere. There's just spiders and webs and stuff everywhere. And it's, as like a 10 year old, I was like, I'm like, no, <laughs> like, there's get, parts, get it off the screen. There's parts of that movie that still stick with me today. Yeah. That I can't shake. One, one specifically is remember when that, that lady reached over to turn her, her like side table lamp off and the spider dropped down on her hand and bit her. Oh yeah, that's right. Dude. I can't not think of that every single night when I turn my lamps off. I'm like, please don't be a spider. Please don't be a spider. (laughs) No spider, no spider, no spider, no spider. Oh, then when dude puts his foot in his slipper, like uh, gets bit. Yeah. Yeah, I have to like I'll pick my shoes up and my slippers and I'll bang them on the floor and I'll shake them a little bit, make sure there's no spider in there. I am not joking at, at all. One time in here in my basement, mm-hmm. I did put my foot in my shoe one time and there was something wriggling out there in at the tip of my of shoe and I ripped that shoe off faster. I think I broke physics. I think I <laughs> right. <laughs> what was, was I think it a spider? I violated. It was a spider. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god! I I don't remember if I threw the shoe I or if I it. like. All right, but 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 I oh I remember what I did I ripped it off and when I was taking it off and I, I was kind of like in my hand and it goes upside down the spider falls out of the shoe. Oh god! And to make things worse, it wasn't just like a like a daddy long leg or something. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those like, like wolf um, spiders or something. Yeah, and I was it was just oh it was like like I, I it wasn't like blood curdling but it was just ugh like, yeah no get a walk. Get away from me. Nothing worse too than like, have you ever gotten into your own bed and there was a spider in your bed? Okay. That sounds horrible. Okay. I have it, but it sounds terrible. I think it's happened like twice 
uh, over that I can remember. Uh, and dude, it is, it is haunting. Like yeah. you, you cannot sleep well for like at least the next few nights. No. Cause you're constantly checking, right? You're constantly checking. Yeah. Like, and, and you still, and you still do like, you never don't check anymore. But those first like few nights, all you're thinking is like, was that a spider? Was that a spider? And like the littlest, like if something yeah. grazes your leg hair, spider. It's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just sleep on the, you're sleeping somewhere else for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And this is a uh, bad time of year too, because this is when all the spiders start coming this, in. This is spider season. Yeah. I mean, they kind of, they kind of lay a little bit lower in the summertime, but in the fall, they start yeah, coming in there, and they want to. They want to retreat from the cold. Yep. And they'll yep. start making making room in your house somewhere. Sons of bitches. Uh, uh So yeah, hey, did you have any you more know, in your uh, in your uh, I mean, problem movies what, there? What, what, what I think of just like the classic ones that I grew up with, and that I that I would probably be co- totally fine with watching again. I mean, those ones definitely count. I don't watch much. I don't watch much horror today. In fact, if I do. If I do arguably watch anything that falls into kind of like that Halloweeny spirit, like the the kind of that horror movie genre, it's almost always combined with another genre. It's yeah. all, I don't get into it's just and I don't I don't know if I, I ever really will again, but I just don't really get into straight up like horror slashers or anything or like that anymore. Like even the even like the monster horror ones, like zombies totally OK with big thumbs up for zombie movies. Yeah. Uh, but there was a couple that I think that came out the last few years um, where like the people couldn't make noise or something like that. Oh, a quiet place. Yeah. I think you were telling me about that. Like not a big fan. You didn't not, like those not, ones? Not for me. Yeah. No. It's just, I I, you know why? Uh, here, here's why this is going to be the, this is going to be the lamest worst excuse ever. What happens when I watch those movies is I inevitably sit there and I pick up a part and nobody likes that. Nobody likes that person. So I try not to be that person so I don't watch them. Yeah, I mean, I do that too. I can't help myself. You just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because when the monsters were running around in that movie, and they're, they're supposed to be blind, and they're driven because they have these, this crazy... Uh, driven by sound, sound, right? Well, dude, I'm watching them run down the street and, like, jump on top of people. I mean, I get it too. Like, you know, bats can use sonar. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they like specified that they were using sonar. Right. It was just more of like it was their superpower, basically, right? Yeah. So I think that they can they can see just fine, but they can hear even better. Like I think they should have nixed the whole the whole like blind thing. Yeah. It would have been better for me. Cause it, cause it, that was the disconnect for me. I'm like, I'm like, well, how are they running like they're yeah, running they like see- down railroad tracks? Like, yeah, they, they trip and be- fall. <laughs> Yeah, they seem to be just fine here. <laughs> yeah. They're they're walking across like something that would, you know, otherwise be, you know, challenging if you could see, <laughs> you know, versus yeah, right. a blind thing. Like like no, they should be stumbling about and tripping over shit all the time. A- admittedly, I saw and I and I pick on that movie. I I know I pick on that movie, but it was also because I saw like one of those hyper analytical it was a YouTube uh, show, whatever you want to call it, mm. where they picked it apart as being completely and utterly ridiculous. Like nothing, like when you start to like look beyond the surface and I just, and and that really takes me out of it. So I don't really watch many of those movies today. Yeah. yeah. It's what it is, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of take them with a with a grain of salt. You know, and, it's hard yeah. to it's hard to check reality at the door when it's so blatantly wrong sometimes. Yeah, right. There's there's definitely a uh, there's definitely room to suspend disbelief, but when they constantly break the barrier over and over and over again, I think is what makes it really tough to watch. Yeah, like I can get on board with the creatures, but make right. make them like believable in in all you know aspects. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from that before we, because uh, we could just keep going. People are like shut up about all these scary <laughs> movies. We get it. Uh, so, all right, man. Let's. Uh, what is? Oh, oh, can't forget to do my Gen Z word of the day. Oh, classic. Yes, yes. Actually, I'm doing I'm doing two today. Two today. Oh, we are we are in a real real treat today. All right. Yeah. Because uh, I, I thought I'm like you know I'm like one's pretty good. I think two is better. Okay. I'm not going to go past two, though. So here we go. Today's uh, Gen Z word of the day here on the Gen Extra podcast is simp. Have you heard of this one? Yes, I have heard this one. Oh, you have heard simp. I have heard this word. What is your take on simp? What do you think it means? Or do you just, you've just heard the word, but had no idea what it meant? So I believe, ready, and (laughs) this is going to be like, this is going to be like your your age is showing, right? If mm. I get this wrong, my understanding of seeing this used on social media, because I, I, I admittedly, I rarely, if ever, use this word in any type of interaction with anybody anywhere. But as far as I know, it is uh, a person, typically a male, who is overly affectionate or sympathetic towards another person, typically a woman. Yes, but yes. it could they will they basically what they i think the saying is they simp for them right meaning like no matter what she does or what the other person does they will always defend them or they will always uh they will always be attract they would always you know they're always first first to defend them is the way that i understand it right they're just overly sympathetic to another person yeah that could have been i mean that could be the where, where that where that name uh, derived from uh the definition here uh, from what I found, so it was pretty much spot on what you said. Just someone okay. who does way too much for the person they have a crush on. Okay, okay, very. That that's a much better way of putting it. And it, the way I was using it is typically with a more negative connotation. Yeah, yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much. It's, it's pretty close. What you were thinking it was. So I would yeah. say that you were about about one hundred percent accurate on that I was, one. I was. I was close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, using it in a sentence, I did find a example. Uh, okay. It says Ben is a major simp. For ditching us for those hoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the example. Yeah, like, ah, like, oh, I gotta read yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, right. It just sounds like some right, there's some 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 foolish stuff I would have said in high school, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, oh man, like, yeah, Joe's being a simp. All right, my next next word is chugi. Okay. Yes. C H E U G Y. C H E U G Y C H E U G Y Chugi. Yes, I'm not, I, I think if you showed it to me, I'm not even sure that I would have spelled. I, I'm not even sure I would have pronounced it the way that you just said. So, so you're gonna have to hit me up on this one. I have no idea. Yeah, so I actually did not know this word. I learned it not too awful long ago from uh, my assistant. Actually, she's a little younger, and she. Uh, I was asking her, I'm like, what are some of these like? Uh, so what are some of these words that you guys say? And she, it's hard because like they just use them. They don't think about them as being like. They don't think about it, right? Yeah. So she had to really think about it for a minute. She's like, oh, it's like how's about chuggy? I'm like, 
what in the world is chuggy? <laughs> so she explained it. I looked it up, found the definition, and here you go. Uh, says the opposite of trendy, uh, stylish in middle school and high school, but no longer in use. Use okay. when use when someone still follows these out of date trends. Okay. Okay. Uh, this may include, but not be limited to, fashion habits, social media usage, uh, slang, etc. So it says, oh, example here. Says, my friend told me to change out of my favorite pair of Miss Me jeans because they were chuggy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what I find funny about the word is that it would, it would be nearly just as easy to, to change chuggy out for just about two or three or four different words or phrases, yeah, right? Out of, out of style, out of date. Yeah, like Chuggy almost seems like something somebody made up just to put there, just so they don't have to say the things that you just said. Yeah. Why do they have to make up these words? I'm trying to think of what the background would be. I have no idea. You have, you have any of that? Okay. No, it does not give me any kind of origin of where they, I swear to God, they just make up a word. <laughs> Chuggy definitely sounds like it. Yeah, like I, I could say like this, I'm trying to think, uh, this pizza that I am eating right now, which I'm not, uh, is Miss Lugan <laughs> right? It, exactly. Like it doesn't. It's like, be, oh, Miss Lugan. Like Miss yeah, right. You just <laughs> fill in the word that you would have otherwise said, and that works. Per that's perfectly acceptable. I do find it very amusing. Chuggy. Okay. Uh, another I'm gonna example. start using it, and then and then my wife and my daughter are both gonna roll their eyes at me. My, my mother is so chuggy. She participates in TikTok trends that are already weeks old. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I get like what's would be like oh a perfect example for us would be like jenko jeans we bring those up a lot yes yes uh, we if do. you saw if, if one of our friends showed up to the bar and we're like hey man like those jenko jeans are kind of chuggy not that we i would use the word chuggy but that's how you would use it I, i'm gonna have to use it now at least once i'm gonna <laughs> use the word i'm gonna use it one time right. and you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna i'm just gonna get looks from all around uh, yeah, you're definitely going to get looks. We talked about this before. You can't use them. You can't, you can't use these words. You can't say it, right. <laughs> you're just going to sound so dumb. Because, right, because even the way that you say it, even though you said it probably in the in the acceptable way that is to be used, it's just not going to sound right. It's not going to sound right at all. You're going to sound like a 40-year-old trying, trying yeah, to sound exactly. cool. <laughs> so, all right, oh, man. Oh, man. Well, let's uh, let's move on. I'm glad we got those ones done. Couple a couple new words for you guys to uh, stew on, and yep. so now you can understand your teenagers better. So here we go, Joe. We're moving on. From all across the world, there are stories to be told: the strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time. For the weird news. Yes. Yes. Here we are. Weird news time. I love that. Still. Every single time. Uh, okay. Uh, you have a story. I have a story. I do. I have a second story if need be. Okay. So we'll see how far this takes us out here. So why don't you go first with yours? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours. For sure. And I, I, I'll admit right up front that it's weird because it's science weird. Mm -hmm. uh, it, this is definitely, I, I think when we talk about weird news, this is probably generally a, de a departure for us in terms of like what we traditionally find for weird news. Is that a, but is it's there a weird pun? because is there a it's pun there. I know what you're doing. 
Wait. <laughs> I know the story. <laughs> a, well, a yeah, departure. Right? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that until you said that. That's good. Oh, man. Okay. So the reason why this is weird is because when we think about you know, launching something into space, mm-hmm. every and, 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 and as we still do today, everybody thinks about, you know, getting a rocket filled with fuel, putting, you know, putting that rocket on a launch pad and then flying that rocket, you know, into space. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you yeah. know, and that's, that's been the, the norm, that's been the, the strategy, yeah. right. For the, since the, since we started trying to do this in the fifties. Yeah. I mean, how else well, would they do it, Joe? That's a great question, Dave. <laughs> so this company called spin launch is, is putting a new spin on the idea of launching uh, what I guess an object, right, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, into space, and it's it sounds like exactly what you're thinking. It's instead of using rocket fuel mm-hmm. and and a, and a literal rocket for the initial phase of ascent from the ground, what this company is trying to do is attach the object, or you typically the rocket shaped whatever, because it does have a small rocket on it, or or it will, to a centrifuge which will spin the object or the, I guess the mini rocket up to a certain, a certain speed, X, Y, Z speed. I'm pretty sure it was like, it was high. It was like 5,000 miles an hour or something like that. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it's fast. And that's only the test version. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10. Here's just, just to put some numbers on it, right. As mm-hmm. the, as this is being spun up to speed, it's the equivalent forces being applied to the launch vehicle are 10,000 times the force of Earth's gravity. Yeah. 10,000 times the force of Earth's gravity while it's being spun up. So imagine that, right? That's that's pretty fast. That's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of pressure. So what happens? So they start say spin whatever they're whatever they got in there. They're spinning it really fast and then and then what happens? And then just think about like think about uh throwing a softball like in professional softball. Mm-hmm. Somebody eventually the the arm quote unquote, let's go. Mm-hmm. And the launch vehicle in the test version that they have today, which is not the final version in the test version of today, the launch vehicle just literally goes straight vertical, right? It just goes straight up. So they're and, literally just chucking shit into space. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, um, it's almost so, it's almost so simple that it's, it's, that it sounds like nonsense, right? When I saw this article, I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's, somewhere along the way, they were like, they were talking about this somewhere, spitballing some ideas. And they're like, how can we get, like, we don't need to send rockets up. Like, how can we get this, like, this smaller payload of whatever we got to get up there? Uh, how can we get it up there easier? Like, just fucking chuck it. I'm sorry, I swore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just throw it up just there? Just throw it up. Use a slingshot or something. Like, just chuck it up there. And they literally made it. They made, like, a, like, basically a t shirt cannon. For their space stuff, <laughs> they're just well, foom, just setting it up into space. I'd love to see this thing live. It's really interesting, and you can go like you can go to Spin Launch's website and watch anything. They just completed their tenth suborbital test, and and I, I, I and I will be clear that like what they're testing right now is like the 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 the, the one quarter version, right? It's it's like 25% of the size of the final version, right? Because this is highly untested technology. And it's actually, and I'll say this, uh, I'll say this 
just broadly speaking, because mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen in one, two, five, ten years, whatever. It's actually been more successful, I think, than than their investors and spin launch have expected. They've they've had they've had ten successful throws now of of the object. Now, also to be clear, when this thing is in full launch capability, mm-hmm. the initial throw doesn't get it completely to space. The entire point of spin launch is to bypass the hardest part of launching a rocket, which is the initial boost phase, because rockets are a compounding problem because to to shoot a rocket off of the surface of the earth, you have to fill it with fuel, Mm -hmm. which makes the object heavier, which means you need more thrust, right? And which if you need more thrust, you now need more fuel, right? It's a compounding problem. So the point of spin launch is to bypass the initial stage of ascent. Mm -hmm. And then eventually what happens is at least what's supposed to happen in the full scale version is once it hits a certain, it hits a certain height above, you know, ground, then an actual rocket kicks in. We're not there yet. Let's be super clear. We're not there yet. Yeah. I'm just wondering how they, like whatever they're spinning to, to fling up into space. I mean, obviously you can't put human beings in this. This is going to be for other stuff correct correct this is this is for mechanical payloads only yeah but whatever even whatever that may be it it's gonna have to be able to withstand that amount of force mm-hmm. because it's spinning so much and so fast mm-hmm. this like the, if this thing failed on the ground as it was like building up momentum it could be pretty catastrophic i'm sure as it just yeah blows apart yeah yeah like you, I, you I, can't miss no no, if your timing is off of the release of, of whatever it is and it doesn't go straight up and comes like flying out the side of it or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean much smarter people are building this stuff. So, uh, you know, good on them for having some pretty pretty early success with it. But yeah, should be interesting to see. I'd love to see it. Do you want to see something get hurled into into the atmosphere? No, it's, it's, it's amazing technology, but I think you actually bring up a really good point. Spin Launch does have its detractors. So I don't I don't want to like, puff this piece up too much spin launch has its scientific detractors that actually get onto a lot of what you're saying we're like sure you can do this at this scale but the the tiny tiny tiniest error in launch cape in launch angle Mm -hmm. launch release timing of of like the scaled up version is going to absolutely destroy everything that's connected to it right yeah even even a slight miscalculation on the launch angle even if you get it out of the two means you could launch like under your intended trajectory right yeah and there's nothing you can do about it the advantage of a rocket is that you can make like rockets do make micro adjustments and stuff while they're flying while they're exiting the earth's atmosphere you don't get to that point with this until you get to the boost phase right so so spin launch has its detractors too. So I don't want people to come away from this thinking this thing's going to be like running next year or whatever. It's it has quite a ways to go until it, it it's considered reliable. Yeah, I wonder like you know like uh, like so many things have come from NASA that we've implemented into our our you know day to day life. Yeah, uh, I wonder if there's ever going to be like a version of this in uh, weaponry. You know where where they spin launch. Mm, that's kind of interesting bullets yeah. or something you know so they're so they're not even like using you know gunpowder uh or something like that they can just spin launch rounds downfield and like you never run out of you know quote unquote you know ammo necessarily you know right right as long as you're as long as whatever is powering your yeah, the your spin launch launcher system and whatever right whatever is powering is, that 
yeah, as long as you have whatever that energy source is connected to it, you could potentially do the same thing. I don't know. Maybe we should be consulting with you on this. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm available. It's fine. They can call. <laughs> $10,000 an hour, right? That's right. <laughs> I like so, it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to my, uh, the last one here, my weird news. Uh, this one's a little bit, uh, this is a little gross, of course. You went sciencey, I went the other direction. Well, that's that's very typical for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a doctor finds 55 batteries in a woman's body. It's the highest reported number ever. So apparently she's not the first that's done this, but uh, says uh, the term emergency in AAA typically... Uh, that's not an important part. Okay, so... I should have read more of this. So this is, so here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if she was wondering that like her batteries were running out. <laughs> so she needed, she needed more. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. So they took an x-ray of her stomach and it was full of batteries and they had to like, oh. they had to like help, you know, like get them down so they could get them out. Yeah. Right. Right. Dude. Just why? Does it, does it say at all? Did she have one of those? Um, again, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody here. Everybody has their own problems, but, uh, did she have one of those? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the best way to put this, like an eating fetish or something where she swallows certain objects that she, uh, I didn't say, but I can only assume that, uh, you know, a normal quote unquote person wouldn't, uh, wouldn't do this. Right. We don't typically find people with batteries in their stomach. I no. agree. I mean, it's one thing for like, uh, I would say like a, even like a kid, you know, maybe eating something they shouldn't, uh, but for her to eat one or two is questionable, but she ate 55 batteries, 55. I just don't know where that begins and ends. Like it should end after one, well, it should end at zero, but yeah, it should have oh, never man. happened in the first place. Uh, but yeah, and a variety of brands too. She wasn't brand specific. So it was mm, a, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. A couple, a couple triple A's, but most of them were, were double A batteries. Yeah. They, I don't want to get into detail of how they had to get them out, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, pleasant. I would assume. No. Um, and I, 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 I feel, I feel for the person like, I mean, cl clearly there are other things going on that I hope that they're able to, I hope that they're able to deal with or, or able to, to, um, solve. In their yeah. Life. So Joe, I think I am going to do my last story. Oh No. I think oh, so. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> we have a couple minutes left. I'm like, should All I right. do it? Well, so that was a great show today. <laughs> so see you all next week. <laughs> see you, Joe. <laughs> oh, God. What are you, you, you going to do to me? All right. So if you're still listening to the show, which I hope you are, at this moment, it's, again, this isn't, this isn't horrible. It's just very strange. And if there are, if you're one of your kids nearby, listen to the show as you're like, you know, getting ready for work or in your car and he's in the backseat, you know, pause it because this okay. is gross. There's your warning. So uh, this woman who was on the show called 90 Day Fiance, uh, her name was Stephanie Mato. It's, it's in the article. Uh, okay. she, she's being called out for this. So the article says, how 90 Day Fiance star Stephanie Mato ended up hospitalized after eating too many beans to sell farts. Joe. What? <laughs> all, all of this is totally wrong. It's so... So, okay, the reason I, this is, a, it's a weird subject. I had to bring it up because in the intro to our weird news, it is weird, bizarre, 
whatever else we say. Yeah, it, it hits like every it hits every angle here. This is a weird one. All right, so there's there's parts of this that again it's not it's not totally disgusting, but it's it's pretty gross. She was on a two month venture, okay, uh, while she was only eating a diet of yogurt, eggs, and beans. She ended up in the hospital because she thought she was having a heart attack. When she found out when she went there, it was because of an excess amount of gas in her system. Oh, jeez. But the, the whole, the whole uh, fart selling thing, that's, that's what is like the big question mark for me. So I was like, who? I've, I didn't know this was a thing. I mean, I've heard of like, you know, people doing like the, uh, like they sell like photographs of their feet to people yeah, and people I, buy those. There's certainly some things out there that people sell that's very not not typical, but that's out there. Yeah. So what she was doing was uh, eating things that would make her gassy. And here's here's the numbers. Okay. So she sold the jars, little jars like it looked like about the size like a small like jam jar. Okay. For one thousand dollars a piece. What? Really? Yeah. She made over 20 grand, or I'm sorry, she made over $200,000 in her first month. I think I'm going to be sick. So she sold, <laughs> she sold 200 jars of flatus. <laughs> like, I'm just, okay, so I'm like, of course, my mind has to go to the process. Yeah. So I'm like, was she every time she's like chilling somewhere? Like, does she have jars like in the car? I don't know. Right. You have to be constantly prepared, prepared. for that. There's no. Yeah. There's no. Like you just don't know. Uh. So every time she would have to pass gas, she would have a jar ready and enter the put the fart in the jar and cap it and like there you go. There's thousand bucks right there. But then there's the other side of it too. Who the hell's buying these? Yeah, this is a two-way street here. Yeah, so there's she sold two hundred jars, two hundred. Like if there was like one or two, I'm like, okay, there's some sick dudes uh, buying, you know, buying jar of farts. But two hundred people that purchased these for a thousand dollars, like it was unreal. Like I didn't I had no idea this was even a thing, let alone like a viable market. Obviously, right. man, people. People are weird, dude. It, it, it's well, unreal. It just goes to to show you that the saying "people will you can sell anything" is is true for for the most part. I mean, from what you're telling me, I'm pretty much convinced that you could sell anything. Did she brag to her friends? I don't know. Is this something that you talk about? I don't know. Do you or do you just do you just lay low and just pretend like you're making money from day trading? And I was like, man, Stephanie just rolled up in like a new. Like a new Tesla. Yeah. Uh, like she's got a nice, like she moved out of her apartment. She's got a house. What is she doing? You know, is, is Stephanie going to tell you? She's like, um, like, what's your secret stuff? What are you into? Bitcoin? Uh, did you get a new promotion yeah. or something? Your job? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm selling my farts. <laughs> I know. Right. How does that, that come out? I know. <laughs> How does that come out? And, and then, and everyone also look at you and still take you seriously. Uh, exactly. No one would be like, Oh, right on. Like, that's awesome. Uh, I should do that. Yeah. Like, how do I get into that? Is that something I can do? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, uh, and then of course too, like, I, I can't help but like my mind go to 
uh, you know, the, the whole gamut of the process here, the purchase, the, the receiving of, of the product, right? What, what happens then? I don't want to get too much into that because I'm assuming you just cracks it open and, and that's it. Like that's your thousand dollars. Well, here, here's also what I find interesting as, as kind of as grossed out as I am by this, mm-hmm. because I am very, it's disgusting, very grossed out right now. I'm sure you, um, I'm, I'm surprised you hung on this long. <laughs> I'm, I actually left a while ago. This is actually a pre-recorded voice that no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, <laughs> I don't want anyone to think that we actually punched something in here. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, what what actually gets me about this is apparently, from what you're telling me, she was doing everything that she could to actually make this real. Because I could completely see somebody just making this just total BS, right? Just claiming they're doing what they're doing. Oh yeah. Just selling empty jars of air, right? Right. Yeah. She was but, putting like real flatus into a jar. Which, let's be clear, it's still like 99% regular air, okay? Right, so yeah. It's still pretty much that. But uh, at the same time, apparently she was still at least trying to accomplish what she wanted to do, which is which is utterly, to me, it's just, <laughs> oh, I don't even like talking about it. I'm, oh, forget it. Oh, uh, it's just so weird. Just sitting there on the couch, she's like, she's like binging some like, uh, like stranger thing or something. And yeah. She, you know, oh, she, oh. It feels one brewing up, you know, and then she's like, you know. Puts herself into position, grabs the jar, cuts one loose, and uh, no, this is horrible. Thousand bucks, thousand this, bucks. This, I, I, but, I, but that's the thing, right? Like you, she's selling it, and she, people are buying it. She's not selling them for fifty bucks, ten bucks. She's selling them for a premium price. Yeah, one thousand dollars. Unbelievable. Good for her, I, I guess. I have nothing. I have nothing. Yeah, she says this is uh, this is now uh, past her. She's she's done with it because of the the trip to the hospital. I don't believe it. I do not believe it for a second that she is going to quit doing this. But she could just sell anything at this point now. No, just maybe don't eat quite as much uh, beans or something, whatever, whatever, you know, gave her too much gas. But yeah, sell two jars a month and you're still doing pretty good. I just I just want to see it all stop. Just, <laughs> yeah. just stop. Be done with it. stop. Stop selling this stuff. <laughs> I, I apologize. Please. I apologize for bringing the story up, but it was so bizarre. I had to. Words. Worst story I've ever heard. <laughs> it was terrible. This is, this is right up there with that other one you told me like halfway through last season or whatever. Uh, I mean, what was that one? I, mean, I don't know, was... but it was like the same angle. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I apologize. How do you find this stuff? Dude, it just showed up. Like, I don't know. Like, it was, like, oh, I remember. I was looking. I want to do some weird news and, and nothing really showed up for me uh, just like via news feed. Right. Uh, so I went to some of like the sites that have like they just, they find all this stuff and. Oh uh, uh, right, right, right. I jumped on like I'm like what what they find lately because I haven't found anything. So I jumped on like oh my god I'm like this is this is downright terrible. Here's here's what I really appreciate about this though. Mm-hmm. When I find weird news, whatever, it could be like science related, right? Sure. Like, oh, that's so that's so weird. <laughs> science. Yeah. You're like, oh, the only thing your your Google news feeds like <laughs> poop. <laughs> jar of farts yeah <laughs> so i mean which i love though i love how how apparently different we go when it comes to like weird news I though know. i think we'd certainly have had some crossover oh yeah 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 My, mine aren't always this extreme but i could no. not leave that one off the table nope uh yeah so all right man uh let's uh let's wrap this one up if you guys hung in there for that whole thing Good for you. Hopefully you didn't have any kids around listening. So uh, thank you for 
tuning in and checking us out. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Talk to you next time.